Welcome to the Financial Health and Wealth Show, heard right here on My Talk every Sunday at 10 a.m. and available to podcast and listen to anytime at MyTalk1071.com. Keyword will. Here to get you on the right path to your financial goals are the mother and daughter team from ClearStep Financial, Carla and Cassandra, with hosts, Miss Shannon. Yes, thank you for joining us for this week's Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I am Miss Shannon. Very happy to have our friends from ClearStep Financial following, uh, joining us again this week. Mm-hmm. We've been going over so many things, and so we're really excited to talk to you. I always want to remind you that you can always be part of the show. You can call us at 651-641-1071. And before we get into the conversation, I also want to remind you, securities and advisory service offered through Harbor Investment, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. You know, so I I think it's funny because I don't a little behind the scenes for everybody out there. So Cassandra sends me um, some bullet points of what we're going to talk about every week. So the fact that you're like, hey, let's talk about fall. And then today was so rainy and weird. I'm like, yeah, let's Mm. talk about fall. (laughs) (laughs) We might as well. Uh, Because before we were like, well, you know, that summer kind of. Just just goes by so quickly. Yeah, so and we're, we're not talking about done. fall because we d- we want to negate summer at all. No, I no. savor every moment of summer <laughs> and the sunshine. <laughs> right, but we are talking about there are just some milestones throughout the year where it's a good time to kind of check in with yourself and your financial health and those kind of things, mm-hmm. and that includes maybe going to clearstepfinancial.com and setting up for some of those webinars that start again sure. in the fall. Yeah, because those will be happening in the fall mm-hmm. and. What I find, too, is that if there's something that I want to do or that I'm interested in, if I think about it right now, I like to try and take care of it right away, right? Because then you don't have to think, oh, I have to remember to do that or remember. So if you go to our website now under our events tab on clearstepfinancial.com events, you can look at a couple that we have just a handful of webinars in the fall and any topics that are of interest, you can sign up for them now because then you'll get a reminder as it gets closer. I have plenty of things on my to-do list that are, instead of continuing to roll this on my to-do list, just figure out how I can get myself in the queue. Yes. And so that's what I consider like, it's get yourself in the queue. That's why when you and I were talking a couple of months ago about I write emails and then I schedule them to send later and text, that's why, because otherwise (laughs) I'm taking up mental bandwidth remembering yeah. to do something right. two days from now when I'm like, I'll just write it now and right. then it'll just send two days. And it's taken care of. Exactly. So this is a great opportunity for you to do just that. Go to clearstepfinancial.com, look under events. You can go ahead and pre-register for all these things and mm-hmm. you'll get reminders mm-hmm. now that say, hey, this is coming up pretty soon. Yeah. Don't remember to, you know, remember to zoom in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We've got some good, good topics and things. So check and, them and out. Education is a process. Right. So the financial world... Uh, some people take years and years and years to learn, to read books, to go to webinars. Well, we've and been seminars. learning for years and years yes, and years and right. years and years and years, years, um, years. years and years. <laughs> which I think, I, I, which is why it's good for our uh, my talkers to team up with your years and years and years and years, <laughs> because that cuts down the number of years that I have to actually do myself. Because yeah. I can go, well, I've got this far mm-hmm. enough to ask the question or to set up the scenario or yeah. or kind of tell you where I think I want to go, and then you can add your years and years and years and get me there more <laughs> efficiently. That's right. Than me waiting to figure out, well, I'll get there, but I have to read seventeen tomes, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> 
thing and, and do all this stuff or take, you know, go get a doctorate and so and so. When instead, I could just team up with the right people and you'll go, nah, we already did that. Yeah. Here's what it, let me yeah. jump to the end. Like, right. jump to the end, courtesy Cliff of notes. my, exactly, <laughs> I like it. I absolutely like it. We also encourage people to set up that complimentary consultation. You can also do that by going to clearstepfinancial.com slash my talk, or if you want to call 651-600-0855, that is a great way to get that also mm-hmm. off of your to-do list mm-hmm. and just actually into actual practice. Getting so we encourage that. Like yes. you said. <laughs> yes. So, before, as we begin the conversation about finding success and investing in retirement, um, I always think it's interesting where there are certain people that you go, all right, when they come up with an article on how they were successful, whether I take it with a grain of salt or whether I go, yeah, I can really pick from some of these these practices mm-hmm. on how they got there. And so you were uh, also uh, getting ready to discuss a conversation or an article that was about Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. And he is one of the people that I don't try and do exactly everything that he does, but all mm-hmm. of that Shark Tank ilk. Mm-hmm. He's one of the people that if an article about him shows up in my feed, I'll at least scan through it. Mm-hmm. You know, like now I get so many of, I read one article about Warren Buffett. I'm like, stop telling me what Warren Buffett is going to do. Warren Buffett is on such a level beyond <laughs> what I'm trying to do that I'm not worried about Warren Buffett, but Mark Cuban, I will kind of go, okay, that's what it is. So what about this article resonated with you? Well, it, it was interesting because the article was, it was talking about success, right? Mm-hmm. And how do you find success? And part of the topic had to do with um, the job market right now, because they were talking about there's this quiet quitting, yes. right? That's going, or this, there's this, uh, you know, this underlying tone that where people are frustrated, whether it's because they're underemployed or they're overworked or they're underpaid or whatever the, it, it is. And he was bringing the perspective that he's he's saying, it's, if you want to find success, that really the only thing you can control is your effort mm-hmm. and that you have to be willing to exhaust all potential options to figure out solutions, to find answers to things. So he was just kind of talking from that perspective. But what I found interesting, I didn't, first of all, I didn't know he was in his 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, so he looks good. He does he look does, good. Yeah. yeah, he must take very good care of himself. Probably right? very active, very much involved in business. He, oh, and he's a baby bummer. Mom. You know, he's <laughs> a baby bummer. <laughs> um, I just I, figured he was in his 60s because I've been... Because we've I known about them so stuff. long, I, right? Yeah, and I've read a bunch of the articles, and the, some of the articles just have to tell you how old somebody sure. is. And so, but he does look very well put yeah, together. Mid sixty, I thought right. he could be on social security. <laughs> like he's just <laughs> not someone that I was thinking in that category. Right. No, anyway, that makes sense. But he, uh, no, it just was really interesting. But it also made me, you know, we were talking about this today, my mom and I, about how it's very similar with your finances mm-hmm. when you look at how do how can you be successful. With your with your investing, how can you be successful with your retirement? And it really does come down to effort, um, just like you know it does in almost any area of our life, right? And so we were talking about how if someone wants to be successful, it it is effort. But if you don't know where to start, like you were saying, if you don't know what efforts to put where, um, that's where you come to get help, right? right? But it really does come down to effort. And just know though that that with effort. Most people can find success. Maybe it's not Mark Cuban type retirement, right? But, but, you know, I'm not saying it's not possible, but that would take a whole lot of effort. But maybe some people are willing to do that as well. And I think sometimes it's reevaluating 
where you're going to put the amount of effort that you right. have right now. And so that'll get into part of our conversation about quiet quitting, quiet quitting and, and as we discuss later in the show. Um, but back to discussing um, just the idea of success that Mark Cuban was kind of saying, that I do agree that when we're talking about where do you put your effort it's also being strategic with that effort. Right. And that I agree with as well. Yeah. Where sometimes you start down a path and you get about as far as you can, but then understanding, okay, that doesn't mean I did anything wrong. I explored this path as well mm-hmm. as I could. Maybe I have to shift to a different path or I have to backtrack a little bit to get back on a, you know, to get on a different path that I saw on right. my way here. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you did anything wrong. And no. so I think that's back to those tenets of success. Of going, being, you know, being able to figure out your way that you continue on the journey mm-hmm. instead of going, oh, I didn't get there yet. So I'm going to give up. It's like, no, nope, now it's time to, you know, and sometimes you start down a path and we all kind of lose our way a little bit where you think you know where you're going and then you just kind of go, oh, how to end up in this cul-de-sac. And now you're yeah. a little lost and you have to figure out your way. <laughs> well, we need to lose our way sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's part of the journey and the process of life. Uh, we, there's not a straight path. There's not a, uh, you know, just a straight path to to reach uh, whatever goals right. that there are. And but what is the number one key when you when you want to reach something is that clarity mm-hmm. of where what your destination is. You know what it what do you want at the end of this journey, whatever it is. And we have to be really clear and decisive about about that. And then our path will be revealed to us right. along the way. Right, and it is interesting. You know, because the thing that I, I want to, as we have this conversation, warn everybody about there, the three of us always teeter on toxic positivity. So we're going to do our best to make sure that we don't go that far into it because we know it's not. It, I, I have friends where they're like, you're always on the, hey, glasses half full thing. So we're not going to run you off with that. We're going to go. Here are some key ways that we can continue this conversation. Hopefully you can take from this how it will work within your scenario and what mm-hmm. you can do to continue on your path to being successful. And and instead of going, you know, we're not making this a comparison. We're making this a add more things into your toolkit. Mm-hmm. So whatever your end goal is, this will help you get there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, if everybody's already going, it's gloomy and it's raining and these three Pollyannas are going to just come at me. Well, Relax, everybody. We'll be okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So I, uh-huh. so I question, so Shannon, what is toxic positivity? Because ah, uh-huh. I look at positivity in all areas of life and, 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 and all, you know, I'm always looking at that, evaluating that. And, and most of the time when you're positive about, Whatever it is you're going through, right? The journey, the decisions, even if it's, even if you have to suffer through some of this, right? But if we have a more of a positive outlook, usually what happens is we generate positive outcomes. And I agree with you. I just have had the conversation with some of my counterparts who feel like that is an un due amount of pressure on not acknowledging and leaning into sometimes some of the negative things in your life. So I, you know, I, I kind of see why some people process that way a little more slowly 
than us on the let's get to the positive side as much as possible. So in order to try and keep them in the conversation, that is why I'm acknowledging that during our conversation today so that they don't just hear us and then tune out and think that that's all we ever say. So we're going to try and hit it from a couple of angles, I think, today. We're also willing to take your uh, your calls and get your voice and opinions into the room as well. That number is 651-641-1071. Be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show with Clear Step Financial here on My Talk. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with my friends Cassandra and Carla from Clear Step Financial. You can be part of the show and get your information and voice into the room. Call us at 651-641-1071. Coming back to some uh, some. Uh, conversations today about helping you find success in investing and retirement. Um, you know, it, it's back to what we were saying about you and your team having years and years of experience. One of the things that I was ended up doing yesterday, this is how, how sexy my day was yesterday. Um, I, you know, I got an article that came across my feed that started talking about budgets again. Mm-hmm. And I just, it occurred to me, you'd set a budget before, and then you kind of fall off of it, just like when you're trying to change the way that you eat and, and the, the food that you have, where you're like, yeah, but today I bought all the cookies. I remember setting it up and doing all these things. And now I'm like, you know, you haven't really looked at that or reevaluated that in a while to to see what your net income is now, what your mm-hmm. expenses are. It's like, oh, and it was even as for somebody that has these discussions with you every week, it still it was, still was surprising to me how long it had been. Mm. Since I had looked at that Mm -hmm. because time just continues to fly. Mm -hmm. And so yesterday was part of the day where I sat there and re uh, uh, got my budgeting app again, the one that I like and added my accounts in and was like, wow, you have to, you know, because it takes time to use this one. Right. So I sat there and added in all my accounts and connected all of my things. And back to what we were saying in the initial article that we're about moving towards success, like, well, how can I make, correct decisions if I don't provide myself with as much information as possible to help me decide what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's too, I mean, I know we've talked about this on many shows, but one of the first things that we go through with people is trying to help people free up cash flow mm-hmm. in their process, you know, in their monthly statements, budget. And the, some for some people that might be tough because I know expenses have continued to climb and rise and so forth. But um, what we do find is when people do what you're talking about is that they do find an empowering, they're in an empowering position to make some decisions at least. Right. You have the information, you can look at it and you can decide once going back to what you said, mom, once you have some clarity on where you might be trying to get to then on, in that context, right. And when you're looking at the full picture and you have all the information, then it becomes a little bit more easier to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, and part of, Part of this whole process is, I think this is a good example, right? Go back to going on vacation. If you if you were to pack up your car today and get in your car and not have any destination, where are you going to end up, right? Mm. How, would you ever go on vacation and just pack up your car and just say, I'm just I would. Some people, Some people yeah. would. Some people I don't. Might. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. They're here for the adventure. Right. Right. <laughs> well, that's, that might be your goal, right? Is yes. adventure. Mm-hmm. And so you're just going to go wherever you, but that still is a destination or a, a goal of yours. So, so in our lives, it's important to know your end result on what you want. Maybe this year, what kind of budget, maybe, uh, maybe you want to free up some, 
money per month. So you're going to spend some time this mm-hmm. this month on how can I free up a couple hundred dollars? How can I free right. up whatever I want to free up? But it's setting that goal and then going out and achieving it. But we need to have that clarity, that determination on that end result, whatever that is. It could be when you want to retire. And again, things can change, but at least set something. No uh, get some clarity on some type of goal. Maybe it's at the end of this year, you'd like to have a certain amount of money put aside, uh, saved per month or or a total goal, or you'd like your accounts to be at a certain value or your budget. You know, you right. want to get a good, maybe your goal is, you know what? I feel very confident. I want to feel good about this budget. So yes. you spend some time on on an app and then you, uh, you know, get all, spend some time on. Mm-hmm. Whatever we spend time on and we focus on expands in our life Mm -hmm. right so if we spend time on focusing on the details of a budget that that will feel more confident and we that whole process will feel good to us and expand Mm -hmm. mom do you know where to get an app well, I, I personally would not use an app <laughs> for budgeting. She, I use apps for other things. And I wasn't giving her a hard time because I no, was like, I just was over the last, was just here's the thing. asking for a friend. I, I love it because, I mean, five years ago, if I would have said that, you would have been like, well, why don't you just get some paper out? And now you're like fully embraced. Now I know. No, I love you, that you no, said No, here's app. the difference. Like, you fully embrace. Yeah. Wait, no, I know Shannon, and she's going to put it in this thing. Yeah. And as much as you think I should do. And this is, this is what we tell everybody, too. I have... Have friends that would prefer to have everything written out. I know me. Mm-hmm. I've done that before because I came up because this is what happens. I think a lot to especially people my age that in between solid um, generation X because we know and like I had the really dope expensive cubby planner and the this mm-hmm. and and went through that life and, and remember how much joy it gave me to go the five oh, star and notebooks exactly and, and, I, and I had this very special like I had to get the special hole punch with the seven holes because it was the mm-hmm. proprietary hole punch mm-hmm. and getting my oh I got a new binder and the binder and the leather binder and upgrading I went through that phase you know in uh, when I was younger in my career and then going oh well when I started this new journey or the leg of the journey of where I was working with my finances now I'm like well I'll go back to those tenants and I went out and I went to like office max and got a bunch of stuff and never looked at it it's just sitting there collecting Mm -hmm. dust because I'm like oh I got to remember to go get it and look at it and do a thing so because now because like a lot of people again we're at that in between we watched all this technology change so I'm one of those people that I'm like if I can do it easier and it lives on my phone I'm going to do it and it'll send a reminder and it'll do all this stuff. And I personally, maybe it's just the way that my brain works too. I like the fact that some of my game, my, my apps, the way I put it, gamify the things. Mm -hmm. So it puts it in like a little graph and I get the little, you know, a little virtual, like, to give you a gold award, star, or and... a gold star, or a little like trophy, a little like mm-hmm. gold trophy. I'm like, look, you know, or to give me, you know, I can set it up so that I have alerts. And it sounds cheesy, but I enjoy it when I get one of those bot emails that says, "Hey, good job, Shannon. You actually <laughs> made some, you know." And it'll tell me you made this, you know, you hit this goal, or hey, maybe you should look at this. And, and I like it. Some people would probably be mm-hmm. irritated. I enjoy getting an email that says, look at what you've done. Oh, good job. You, <laughs> you've been bringing your credit card debt down. Well done. Mm-hmm. But that's me. So, you know, if, you know, regardless of whether you're talking about um, finances, financial success, career success, you still have to know what motivates you. 
And what is it that you will keep you wanting to come back? And what are you looking for? And uh, I was reading an article that was talking about um, uh, the company Microsoft. And they were talking about how they did an internal survey and they were discussing how um, uh, people, uh, how much they enjoyed their job and what they were doing. And so when they sent this survey out a few years ago, 70% of the people who responded said that if they received an offer that was the same as their current job from another company, they would still stay in their position. So if it was like, hey, apples to apples, I'll stay here. Mm -hmm. They recently took it again. And that has now dropped down to, hey, if you got another got an offer for a similar position in another company, who would you leave and uh, or would you stay here? And instead of that 70 percent job satisfaction where they said we'll stay, it's now down in the 40s. Mm-hmm. And so it is a matter of, well, what keeps you occupied and what keeps you engaged and what keeps you moving towards the next steps, which I think is part of what we'll discuss as we kind of talk about trends like quiet kidding and some other things that are going on out there. Also encourage you to be part of the show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. Here with our friends Cassandra and Carla from ClearStep Financial. Remind you, you can always set up that complimentary consultation. Get on that road to financial security, freedom, whatever word it is that you would like to manifest in your financial health and wealth life. You can go to clearstepfinancial.com slash my talk to go ahead and set that up. So we're just going over some general information about finding success in investing and retirement. And I was discussing um, uh, an article um, about what's going on over at Microsoft right now as far as their morale is going, which I hope will lead us into that conversation about what it is. You know, in, we had you know a few weeks ago talked about people who were retiring early and what did that look like? And early doesn't necessarily mean two years, 10 years. It's just different. Like maybe you mm-hmm. want more control over what you do. And this article really brought that home for me when I was reading it. And I apologize to everybody. I misquoted. I thought that it was a couple of years ago that there was this drop in morale. But it actually said that this discussion on what was going on with their employees, it went from 70 percent in not in November. So just recently in November, 70 percent of their employees said that if they had received a job offer that was comparable to what they were currently doing, they would stay with Microsoft. Now they're down to just 47 percent of their employees doing. And that's part of what, you know, when we you we talk about things like quiet quitting, mm-hmm. it's a lot of what you were saying, Cassandra, where people are going, well, you changed my job a lot and I have to do more. I'm doing this, but I'm not receiving anything more Mm -hmm. in their opinion it seems well and and again it's their opinion Mm -hmm. right and Mm -hmm. and that matters Mm -hmm. uh, the way we see things the way we um you know our reality is our reality right but could there be a lot of factors there could it be not just the company but could it be our outlook could it be our personal challenges that we're going through which which is then our outlook, our yes. reality. So there's a lot of factors that could go into that that you can't measure. Right. Well, and mm-hmm. also, I mean, it's been tough to keep the same standard of living um, with a similar income, right? With, right? with the price of things going up. So that that will also make it feel like it's hard to keep, you know, it's hard to pay your bills. Where people so are just you, frustrated. If you're working yes. more and you can't keep keep up with your current standard of living, um, that's a difficult place. So we have seen a lot of people get creative, right? Sometimes people will all of a sudden 
they're working in uh, an extra part-time job, Mm -hmm. right? Or they're doing this or they've found ways. So again, some of that creativity, looking for different ideas, looking for options. A lot of us turn our hobbies into side hustles. You know, a lot of people did as well. There's so much ingenuity out there with people, which I think is really, really neat to see. And, but I would say too, 20 years ago, um, when I was starting out in the industry, Almost everyone shot for 65. You know, mm-hmm. people would just say 65. You know, that's when I'm going to retire. And I think today it's more of you see th- you see it all over the board, right? People that say I'm probably going to work till 70, or I w- I'll always keep working. Well, I'm some doing pe- something, right? And and what I and and I actually encourage people to think about this. Think about doing something that you really love. Right. We are making a shift in our world. I believe it's a it's just this uh, feeling of the shift that people are they're more apt to make a decision on on doing something they really enjoy, doing something that they love, not staying in positions that they don't enjoy. Right. And and I see that as a shift, and maybe that's part of this shift here is that people are leaving because they would rather do something that they that fills their spirit, that right. fills who they are as people, and and that's part of what really what we all need to be. We we want to be joyful. We want to be happy. We want to have that internal. And before happiness. you framed it like this a few weeks ago when we were discussing that retiring early, it really didn't crystallize like. Like, Carla, you were the one that said, no, Shannon, you're already retired, you know, kind of thing. Like, because I did intentionally take myself out of that corporate model and then decide to do something else back to what you were saying. And and the, the number now in my head of what it would take for me to go back into that corporate model is very, very high. You know, like I have figured out how to give up my uh, if I'm going to give up my freedom and being able to to rearrange things based upon my son and my family and what I'm doing. This it's a high number. And that Um, may not be high enough. And that's, you know, the first number wasn't. And then I came (laughs) back and I was like, especially because I had this one like we were just workshopping. Hey, you could do this job at this one company. I'm like, oh, no, no. It would cost a lot, like a ridiculously high (laughs) number for me to go. I'm going to do that because it's not it doesn't align Mm -hmm. with what it is that I want to go. So it was my job to sit there and go, okay, how can I do things that align with what I want to do, but then still have the quality of life and setting this up for what I want, you know, my son and I to be able to do. I don't want to be on struggle when I'm in my, you know, 60s and 70s. And I don't want him to have to be on struggle because of choices that I made now when it is a choice, not a have to, mm-hmm. you know? So right now it's like, well, how can I do this? Cause I mean, real talk. And we talk about this, like, I know I'm in that position where I'm probably going to need somebody to care for me and him because of some of the challenges that he has. And so I don't want to be in that position feeling you know, a sense of regret when I'm mm-hmm. you know older. So I think a lot of people are making that decision now going, how can I maximize my time, mm-hmm. maximize my interactions with the other human beings that I have and use that as the definition mm-hmm. of success. success. Right. And exactly. happiness. Exactly. Agreed. It, it's not necessarily the financial piece. Although we we need our you know look at the hierarchy of needs you need your mm-hmm. basic food and shelter and water and you know that's part of our happiness if we don't have that we we cannot survive right. so those are the basics but then beyond that um, it's it's not necessarily a financial piece it is that's a part of, but it's it's everything else that goes with life and and the joys of 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 life right right. Yep. And I think that uh, having those, you know, once you have those basic needs met, that's why I think that when when we were going through 
some of the early pandemic stuff when we didn't know what, you know, if our basic needs, right, survival, what was mm-hmm. going to happen, everyone was just just sitting there, right, just trying to figure it out. We're past that now, thankfully, and we're at a point where I think people are looking to look down the road, what's coming, what's next, right? Where right. do we go next, or how do we plan, or they're more in that mode of, I think I'm going to live till tomorrow, right? Yes, I think yes, there's going to be a right, tomorrow. Exactly. There's going to be a tomorrow. Okay, so let's plan. Mm-hmm. So I think it's interesting when we see these transitions happening, which we've seen, and I've had more people reaching out to me lately. Um, either I'm leaving my job, I changed jobs, I was let go or I will be let go. Right. So we're seeing a lot of transition. And when we see that, we see the movement, too, of people's of their 401ks, right? Mm-hmm. So, or, or the question of what do you do with your 401k when you see all these transitions and things. And there's... There's obviously pros and cons to what you decide to do with it. But I think if you're in a position where you're not sure or you're in that transitional mode or you will be or you were. Right. And sometimes people just think, well, I'll just move it into my new plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, there's there's pros and cons to that. But when you do leave a job, it is that triggering point where you can make that decision. Then where do you want it to go? And into the new plan may or may not be the best option, because, again, you're, you're going into a place where there's a limited amount of options. So it's good to weigh out choices and and what your options look like at that point. And maybe it's time to do some diversification or depending on how close you are to retirement, maybe it's time to do some additional planning and position things and start getting ready for income or for whatever retirement may or may not look like. Because a little bit of we talk, we say this all the time, but a little bit of planning can go a long way. Mm -hmm. You can leverage things in different ways. You can really you can have a lot more clarity and confidence getting closer to retirement just by doing a little bit of planning. And you may be able to. So if you have a rollover, you leave a job, or if you even, like Cassandra, you had said, if you have money in a 401k that you did roll over, you can actually roll that out. Right. Like okay. if you if you had a bunch, a big account that from an old 401k that you moved into your new plan, that money's not locked up there. Okay. So if you moved 100000 into your new plan and you have 150 now, you can always back that original amount out. And try something Or whatever else. it's at now. Yeah. And have options with it. There's no penalty for that. You Typically, you have to look at the actual plan itself to see what the additional contributions that you made in the match from when you were working at the new company. That may not be able to move, but it may. Sometimes people are able to move that, too. It's just it's just looking at options. Those are all the things that we explore when we look and, right. and, and go inside, through consultations. Well, inside 401ks, remember, you have a limited choice, like you had said but there's other options out there. You you actually have the ability uh, outside your 401k uh, to potentially have preservation, mm-hmm. right, to help preserve your accounts. I think a lot of people are looking at, okay, how can I preserve my assets right now with all this craziness going on in the world, but at the same time potentially have some growth? And so right. there's ways that we have the ability to offer some of that, which might be very beneficial in these Well, things are constantly times. changing, too. Yep. I mean, things... A year or two ago, there's completely different options now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of similar ones too, right? But there's the, the financial industry, just like every industry, is ever evolving. Um, and that's why, too, it's hard to just read a book right. and then try to and know, and that, know what, and you know what to, to do, do right? right? And then say, okay, now I'm set. Now I can plan <laughs> for my retirement. I think it's a little more complex than that. And, and it's something that your time... In trying to navigate it on your own, that may or may not be the best use of time because you may it may take you so long to try and figure it out. And then you, if it's not your full time career, like with what we do, you you may never have all the information that it would right. take to find the optimal, you know, the most efficient path to retirement. And you want to work with someone who you who resonates with you, 
right? Who you can talk with and feel good about and ask questions and right. not have someone talk over your head, right? Let's let's have have real conversations here. And that's important too mm-hmm. when you're looking for someone to sit down and help coach through the financial world. Well, well, as we go to break, what are we going to cover when we get back? Well, we do have some interesting statistics on on what people have in their 401ks based on their generation. Okay. I would say, though, too, if people have any questions, call in. We still have a little bit of time left on the show. Absolutely. That number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with our friends from Clear Step Financial here on the Financial Health and Wealth Show on My Talk One. Welcome back to the Financial Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Cassandra and Carla, our mother-daughter team from Clear Step Financial. We'll remind you at the end of the show how to get in contact with them and some of the great webinars they have coming up in the fall that you can mm-hmm. sign up for. There's still time for you to go ahead and get on the line if you have any uh, suggestions or just want to get your voice into the room. That number is 651-641-1071. Just like our friend Debbie. Debbie, thank you for your patience. Do you have a question? for our friends from Clear Step Financial or do you want to share some wisdom? I have a question. Good okay. morning to all of you and thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good morning. So my mother is 77 years old. She lost her husband last year. They mm. never had any a 401k, no retirement plan, no savings. And she just sold her home and made $100,000. And now she's wondering what to do with that money. So all of us in the family have given her suggestions, but I think she'd like to hear it from someone outside of the family who has more of a knowledge base versus mm. us. So I'm hoping you can help me. Okay. Well, we would, we would, we certainly would love to give you some ideas. I think um, is she able to pay her bills right now based on Social Security, or what? What is she? Have, what has she been living off of? She works part-time a few days a week, and so she has that money, and then also Social Security. Okay. And so is she able to pay her bills with Social Security working part-time? Yeah. Okay, so she has the bills. So this is money that, um, well, see, so we always look at when you're 77, right, Mm -hmm. that you want to make sure that you keep money liquid um, and probably conservative just in case you need it for something. Right. You may you may need it. Mm-hmm. So those right. are the, probably the categories that we would look at. And a lot of times we set up brokerage accounts for people where we'll it's totally liquid. Uh, there might be a little bit of a management fee in there, uh, but it, she can she can put the money in and take it out any time. But probably more on the conservative side, just in case she needs it for something. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she yeah. could also build up a Roth, though, because if she's working part-time, she could take some of this money in, a, let's say, a brokerage account, and little by little, whatever she makes, let's say she makes, well, she can put up to 7500 a year, 7500 in a Roth. Mm-hmm. So she could actually transfer from her liquid money 7500 from her liquid into a Roth every year, as long as she still is working. As which long is, as she has earned which income. Is neat. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all tax-free money, then it would build up that if she never used it, it would go to her heirs, which I'm sure you're one of them, right? If you have right. siblings or... But right, I do, yes. That's a wonderful way to shift yeah. from, from liquid taxable to to tax right. advantage Roth IRA. I mean, those would be some of the things we'd look at initially because, who, you know, it's wonderful she's still able to work and have part-time income. You know, you never know at what point she may not want to or not be able to, so I think then if she were to need some additional income, it would be a matter of just having those funds available and positions to be able to provide her an additional income or if she never ever needed care of some sort, 
to be able to have it accessible to use for those purposes. I guess those are some of the initial ideas, but you know, we're, we're happy to talk with her further. If you want to leave your information with Ellie, with um, our producer, you know, our Ellie. producer mm-hmm. and we sure. can certainly reach out and just see if there's any other specific recommendations based on additional information. Okay. No, that would be great. My other question is what if she decided to stop working? Right. And so I guess that would be, um, that's why I think if we talked further and found out more of how much does she need, how much would this hundred thousand need to provide on a monthly basis, then we could really give you some specific recommendations on what we would recommend doing. And how much does she make per month? Right. Oh yeah. When she does, I mean, she's kind of, her work is, is on like on an on call basis. So Mm. she sometimes works two days a week. Sometimes it's one day a week and, she doesn't make that much. It just gives her a little extra spending money to buy some groceries or right. whatever she chooses to buy. She's by herself. So, okay. you know, I, I just don't know how long she's going to continue working. Not that she doesn't like it, but she just sold her house, like I said, and moved to an apartment and is going, she's doing a month by month lease because she doesn't know if she wants to stay there or maybe move to someplace warmer like Arizona. So that's why she. Why wouldn't you move to Arizona? She sounds like a good person. Uh, I'm from Arizona. Don't go there. Um, Stay here with us. But the other thing, so we'll have them follow up with you because I I, I love that there are so many options where you're going, well, I, it'd be easy to go, here's just an answer, but that's not Mm -hmm. the way it works with most of our journeys. So Mm -hmm. there's like, oh, well, I need this, this one piece makes it so that, well, this opens up these other options that you can Mm -hmm. do. And and that's wonderful that she still has options at this point. So Mm -hmm. that's great. And the other fun thing before we let uh, Debbie go, Debbie, um, now this also gives you and your siblings, you can sit there and go, ha ha, I was the one that was right based upon what Cassandra (laughs) and Carla end up advising you on eventually if somebody else had that and there's idea. probably a lot so of that'll op- be fun. You, and you have a lot of opportunity, right? A right. lot of ways to go here. Exactly. Um, but those are the guidelines that we would recommend uh, to follow, and then the investments would would fall in line with right. that. Right. Thanks, Debbie. We'll follow up with you. That sounds great. Thank you. And I, and I was going the Roth route, by the way. Ah, <laughs> see, well done, <laughs> Debbie. Right. Debbie. Thank you. You tell she's been <laughs> listening you. to really the show. Thanks. Thank you. Wonderful. Thanks for listening. Calling in, Debbie. <laughs> that's fantastic see great. now she can go say see i listen to this show and it helps me out siblings yeah that's that right because sometimes even if we love our siblings we still like to just poke at them a little bit when we get the chance <laughs> yeah. um but back to you know what we're talking about when we're discussing you know we we talked about our 77 year old friend that's debbie's mom as you're looking at those 401k balances and other stuff it is interesting because you're gonna have these numbers that have our averages and our median mm-hmm. but there probably are a lot of people like debbie's mom that didn't have that mm-hmm. and and, you know, especially with, unfortunately, our older population, because you mentioned before that 401ks are kind of newish. So maybe some people didn't take advantage of them. Well, as that's, soon as yeah, some that's exactly it. We're kind of in that we're at that cusp still mm-hmm. where uh, a lot of baby boomers would have had them throughout their career, but mm-hmm. not their whole career. Right. Because they really they only came out in 81, mm-hmm. 19, right? 1981. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, but not eighteen eighty one. Right, right, We're not right, that, no. right. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, so anyway, so let's just go through a little bit of because it's interesting. I think it's just interesting for informational purposes, right? I don't. Mm-hmm. We don't want anyone to compare or contrast or anything, but we think it's interesting. So the Gen Z average four hundred one k account balance right now um, is roughly around seventy one hundred, and this as of the end of the first quarter of this year. Um, again, a year ago, maybe would have been a little bit higher depending on how much people are contributing. Cause we did see some, you know, some fluctuations, some decline last year. Mm-hmm. Right. 
But the median is only about 2,500. Okay. So, but there's a lot of Gen C- Zs that I think are still kind of getting their feet wet and getting into their careers and things. And but- some of their jobs are not necessarily the ones. My job when I was the age of a lot of our Gen mm-hmm. Zers wasn't one that offered that kind of plan. May not, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. It may not. So I will say, though, if you are at a company that does not have 401k yet um, or a smaller company or midsize, right, where you've got, the, you know, don't have those benefits, you can certainly reach out to us because we can help set up those plans. And nowadays there's more options and ways to do it very inexpensively than there mm-hmm. ever have been, just like with, with technology evolving. So millennials then are at that 49,000 or 44, sorry, around 44, 45 average account balance. Um, but the median's about 15,000. Okay. So, you know, there's obviously some people out there that are really heavy on the saving side, which is great. Um, but then there's some people that, again, maybe either don't have the plans or as many opportunities. Um, or, again, finances might be tight, right? Mm-hmm. So there's any number of reasons. When we get to the Gen Xers, we got uh, 145,000 is the average and then 44,000 for the median. Uh, and then the boomers. Any boomers mm-hmm. in the room here? <laughs> Can I get a boomers? What? So the boomers, two hundred and fifteen thousand uh, average, and then sixty-one thousand median. Again, everyone. We talk about this too. Everyone takes a different path, right? So again, this is just for informational purposes. Uh, you may be ahead of this trend. You may be lagging comparatively, right? But but it doesn't mean that you are not couldn't be on track for your goals either, right? So that's why when we sit down with people, we do look at that. And what would it take? Because sometimes people say you should be saving 10 or 15 percent of your income. You could. That mm-hmm. is a great number for some people that will definitely get you to your to your retirement goals. For some people, it may not. Or maybe right. it's more than you need to be saving. So that's too why we say do the consultation if you're not sure. You know, go to clearstepfinancial.com slash my talk. Mm-hmm. Request to set up a time and just get the information like we talked about like Mark Cuban says, right? Be be efficient about your time. Right. So if you're not sure where to be spending it with your finances, we can help give you some guidance or recommendations on that, on how to get to some of those financial Use the goals. experts even, in your area. Yeah, use the set experts, some of those use financial the coaches, goals. Use the people that have been in the industry for a long time to help years navigate. Years and years and years. <laughs> years and years. Years and years. For navigation purposes and, and to just help sift sift through all the guck, right? There's right. a lot of... Weeds oh, and there a are. lot of lot of obstacles in our lives and sometimes it just helps to sit down and say, Okay, this is what we would recommend. Right. And we also recommend that you get on that complimentary consultation. Go ahead and go to clearstepfinancial.com slash my talk or call six five one six zero 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 eight five five. Also wanna remind you you can get this episode and previous episodes if you go to our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword health and wealth.